0: Showtime! <laughs>
1: Welcome, everyone, to The Rosie and Bill Show. Our guest this week has racked up some impressive numbers over the years, with more than 20 million streams of her songs online, millions upon millions of views of her videos, and according to my math, she's closing in on 100 appearances on the Grand old Opry stage. Please welcome to The Rosie and Bill Show singer, songwriter, and one of the most amazing voices in the music business today, Sarah Darling. Sarah, welcome to the show.
2: Hello, that was the best intro. Thank you so much. <laughs> I was, I, I'm like, ah, I am almost uh, to 100 at the opie. I was like, I almost forgot that. But um, no, thank you so much for having me.
3: That is quite an accomplishment. I'm always very impressed when I hear things like that. And I have a, qu- a question before the real question. I love your name. Thank is you. that your real name or is that a stage name?
2: It is my real name, and um, I I couldn't, you know, I obviously had to keep it. It's perfect for <laughs> perfect for country music for sure. But um, yeah, my whole life, you know, I, I've always got teased, you know, in a cute way with darling. So right. I'll, I I I embrace it.
3: Well, it's it's very appropriate because you look darling,
2: darling.
0: Um, yes.
3: Okay. <laughs> so my my real question now is. Um, you've been making great music for a, a long time now, for years, and um, sometimes things happen in our lives where the very thing that we were trying to, to say when or accomplish accomplished doesn't happen, but those things can actually be the gifts or blessings that put us on our path. So now I'm referring to your run on the E-Networks, The Entertainer, back in 2005, Talk to yeah. us about that experience and how it impacted your life.
2: I love that question because there's, there's so many um, different things like that have, that have impacted my life and have led me to the next thing. Um, the Entertainer was definitely the kickoff. I had just moved to Nashville. Um, I, I'd literally not even been here six months and I had an audition to do a reality show and reality shows were just kind of starting out at that time. And uh, I decided to go on it, and I was very, very inexperienced and sort of green in a way. Uh, but I learned so much in a really short amount of time. And uh, one of the, you know, the biggest takeaway for me was um, just the, just the feeling of, of, of you know, wanting to be in Nashville and writing songs um, and having that experience. Um, You know, and not not being necessarily someone who sings cover songs in a Vegas hotel. But I I believe that, you know, Wayne Newton was the host of that show, and he saw that in me before I even saw it in myself. And I think that really just set the tone of my my life in Nashville, of of being a songwriter and finding a community. Um, It just kind of started that for me.
3: That's quite an accomplishment. And. Wayne Newton has been in the business for a long time. He's very talented, very respected. So that must have meant a lot to you.
2: It did. And he, you know, he's just one of the great, you know, he's, he's been performing in Vegas for years and just respected so much. And um, I remember him just sitting there saying, you know, I just, you know, I feel like you're supposed to write songs and, you know, take that time to, to find what you want to say in music. And um, you know, it's fun to think, oh no, I want I want this prize, I want to win this, but I it wasn't meant for me to win. And and I I definitely realize that now as I've as I've grown, you know, and 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 watched my music sort of unfold over the years.
1: Well, I think that's a classic case of everything happens for a reason. And 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 what a great reason and what a great path that sets you on, Sarah. And it wasn't all that long after that a few years later that I recall hearing some of your early releases on satellite radio. I, I traveled a lot and I remember hearing your name and some of your songs on satellite radio. And I'm wondering how important was it to have something like satellite radio at that point of your, in your career to help your music reach more people?
2: The So the song that really kicked off my career was a song called Home to Me. And that was uh, supported by SiriusXM The Highway, and it was considered a highway find. And that really, that kickstarted my career. That was, that was the big sort of catapult. Um, even, even now, I, you know, I look back and think, without that, I don't know where my career would have sort of gone. Um, and it's gone in this really beautiful sort of uphill progression. And um, I've, you know, I've found myself in different ways, musically too, artistically. But that was the kickoff, and I, I'm, I'm really grateful for that. I had you know a cheerleader there at Sirius, and um, I think that mixed with you know the the Grand Ole Opry, those two things happened together, and I think that was just such a big little push for me. Um, you know, in 20, it was around 2011, 2012 when that happened, and it and it just kind of st- kicked
3: things off. Sarah, your voice is really beautiful. You don't perform at the Opry almost a hundred times if you don't <laughs> have the talent, but you're also a really wonderful songwriter. I recently listened to Knowing What I Know About Heaven, a song that you wrote, and Guy Penrod performed it and recorded it, right? Yes, that's And correct. I saw you and he performing it uh, on a video from the ICMA Awards, what was that experience like first of all to have him record your song and then to sing it with him
2: it it's such a uh, a gift to to see you know there there's so many parts of the story that i love but growing up um i wrote that i wrote this song for my grandfather who passed away um and he was just such a lovely human and and a great influence for me and you know, he, he loved Guy Penrod. He loved the Gaithers. And so um, to fast forward, you know, my grandfather passed away, but, you know, didn't get to actually hear one of the Gaithers actually rec- recorded one of my songs um, that was about him. And I think it's, 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 it's a song that gives a lot to people and a lot of comfort um, of, of loss. And um, I'm grateful that I, I got to write that. And that was a healing song for me to be able to, put into the world. I have to
3: be honest with you. When I heard it, I've, I've recently gone, had two very big losses in my life and it was, it was definitely bittersweet because it was comforting. And at the same time, it just really tugged on my heartstrings, but I guess that's I'm, what it's all about. Right.
2: It is. And I'm, I'm, you know, and I'm so sorry for your losses. Cause I think that is, uh, you just, to go through that. Um, and music is so comforting in that time when you, you know, you're hurting and, you know, trying to find sort of that comfort and peace, um, moving forward.
0: I could hope that I could pray you back, but why on earth would I do that when you're somewhere life and love never ends? Oh,
1: Yes, and Sarah, I just want to add one thing, too, in particular about that situation with Guy, because in my opinion, Guy Penrod and David Phelps, uh, you know, and that whole, the Gator Choir, just incredible voices, and you did such an amazing job holding your own in that duet. So it really was beautiful, and you, you you belonged right there, you know, with him performing that song, and it was just a beautiful thing to hear, and I wanted to throw that out there before I ask you this next question because I felt so strongly about that and I know Rosie did as well.
2: Thank you, that's so kind.
1: Sure. And over the years, your musical journey has literally taken you around the world. And one of the things that that I find really interesting is that your songs resonate with people around the globe. You, you've you topped the charts in the United Kingdom among other places. So. What do you think it is about your music that connects with people all around the globe?
2: That's, I love that question. And I, you know, as I've gotten older, I'm, I'm learning more and more as people will tell me and when they come to shows like, you know, you, your music just really transports me. Um, and that's something I hear a lot. And I, I love that because, um, you know, I grew up in Iowa and grew up in the wide open spaces and. And I love nature, I love being outside. And I think that there's, there's definitely a connection of, of helping people transport somewhere beautiful um, through melody and lyric um, that I've been able to do through my music. And it's kind of run through all the projects. It's not just, um, you know, the new stuff still has, have, have the, you know, has that element too, but um, I think it's just that transport um, that I get to take people on a journey with me.
3: What is your inspiration when you write or what is your process like?
2: My process is very different each time, but um, sometimes I'll hear a word or I will just have this feeling. I write, I have um, in my phone, I write down everything. So I, I have a list of, of titles and thoughts and just little pieces of uh, fragments of, even if you want to call it poetry, really. Uh, that I will write down and I you know it's almost like like in that moment when you're in this right place whether you have a co-writer there you just feel the magic and it all comes together and you're like I want to write this today you know I had if you have this song idea that's sort of marinating and I do I I will marinate on an idea for a couple weeks sometimes before I actually like fully put it out into the world
1: Now you just talked about the songwriting process and I'm curious about another process and that's your videos. I I mentioned at the outset that your videos have millions of views on YouTube. I I think they're, I love all of them. They're they're phenomenal. And I'm just wondering, are you involved at all? And from a process standpoint, whether it's the creation or the production of the videos do you play a role in any of that?
2: I do, so I am very hands-on with um, the creative part, um, almost, I, I, you know, I, I think of it as a a brand and, you know, or a, a movie, your movie set and how, what are all the props and things that you want in your movie set? And, um, you know, especially, you know, I've, I just released a lot of brand new music videos and those were all, all the treatments were written by me and, and kind of, you know, I did one out, um, I have a song called Pretender that I shot and Arizona recently. And, and that was where I visualized it. I, I saw the desert when I wrote the song and when I heard it and um, which is partly why, you know, my backdrop is <laughs> cactus, uh, you know, the <laughs> cactus, because I do um, see things very visually. Um, so I am very hands on with all the creative stuff. And, and I, I think it also seeing a video of the song can sometimes bring it even more to life for someone else that maybe just heard it and just said oh you know now having the video like brings it together
3: definitely it kind of makes a a stronger imprint on the mind to totally. put the, the audio and the visual together your career is going well obviously you have a lot of accomplishments so far what are your hopes and plans for the future what's the summit for you
2: oh that is fantastic um, i'm i'm having the time of my life at the moment I've been touring more than I ever have um, in the last six months, and I see, you know, I see this beautiful. Um, I do see a new album. I, you know, I, I think I'm going to be continuing to write music um, and tour. Um, I think, you know, during the last few years, it was it was really difficult as an artist to not be out on the road, and um, and one thing that I realized more than anything uh just being gone so much and busy is that my tank got so filled up by connecting with people again and mm. you know to me that's just that's where it is for me so i think you know just continuing to connect and um you know say yes to those things that feel great and and just continuing to grow as an artist and um i've definitely grown a lot over the last few years for sure as an artist
3: i'm sure that does feel good to be back out with the crowds and audiences, because music is meant to be shared. There's meant to be that exchange of energy,
2: completely. And and I also think it's everyone's really open, like, really I feel this uh, more than ever. Uh, just this really, you know, open and full of of love and sort of open hearts, you know, ready to accept music and joy. It's just joy.
1: I'll tell you one thing. I just wanted to throw in there, Sarah, is that joy and you said the last six months you know touring a lot i don't know and i said this to to rosie earlier today we've had some some great performers on on the show we're blessed to have so many incredible guests like yourself and one thing that has really impressed me and i think you took things to a whole new level is the frequency the geography that you cover the show (laughs) that you're playing like all somebody has to do is go to your website or go go to your Facebook page, and I think the question that would come to mind is: Is there any place or any state you haven't played in the last six months?
2: <laughs> oh my goodness! So funny that you say that because I, I literally had fr- like dinner at a friend's house, and and you know he was like, "Are you okay? You 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 saw every, like you went everywhere, and um, you know there were a few states I missed, but. I, you know, we started in Seattle and went, you know, I called it the coast into where we went all across, you know, coast to coast. And, um, you know, I did miss a few, but, uh, you know, the only state I've never performed in is Hawaii. And maybe one day I'll get that that dream to take off the list. But um, I did learn something about myself, which was that I can do much more than I thought I could do physically um, and emotionally and you know, sometimes you're like, oh, I'm so tired, you know, my voice is tired, but you know, somehow it just kind of all comes together. And that was the thing, I just, I pushed myself uh, more than I have ever on tour, which was, um, I think a really positive thing for me coming out of it.
3: Sarah, I'm assuming that as an artist, you've had to make sacrifices. So my question is two part, one is, have the sacrifices been worth it? If you had to do it over again, you know, would, would it still be worth it? And the second question is, do you think that women in the entertainment industry, specifically for you, the music industry, have to make different sacrifices than men?
2: Yes, oh gosh, that's such a great question, both. Um... You know, first off, I've, I've definitely made a lot of sacrifices. Um, you know, I think the hardest, the, 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 there's two hard things really of just being away from home, being away from, you know, my life and my family, uh, dog and husband, and just sort of the, um, just like that, that, like disconnect of, of not, of being gone and also just being away from my family. Um, you know, my family all lives in Iowa, and so I don't see them as much as I would love to. Um, that's always been a sacrifice, um, being out, you know, touring. Um, and, you know, the second part of that question, uh, you know, as women, um, you know, I talk to women all the time about this. It is really hard being a woman in the music industry. Um, and, it, you know, it does feel like, and not not even feel, you know, I see it a lot. I fi- I find that women have to really... Um, set themselves apart um, and work a little bit harder to kind of make themselves, you know, known. And um, I think, you know, that sa- the sacrifice there is that, you know, there's just a lot of hard work involved. There's a lot of hustle and grind, um, and sometimes it's exhausting, <laughs> but in a in a beautiful way.
3: Well, I just want to add that, like, I, I I follow you on Instagram and i see you know you're constantly posting you have to keep your face out in front of your fans and maybe create new interest from people who don't know your music yet and women have to you know look really really cute and pretty and all this and i've noticed that the guys do post of course but it doesn't seem to be as equitable in in what they have to do to say get attention. Does that make sense?
2: That does make sense. Um, that does make sense. I think maybe Bill
3: disagrees. Um, I don't know.
2: <laughs> I feel like guys can just put on a ball cap and a t-shirt and like be like, Hey, I'm out fishing. No, I'm joking. Like out fishing today. But, um, yeah, I definitely think, you know, girls, I, I definitely feel the pressure, you know, uh, I think social media causes a lot of stress and pressure Uh, for a lot of my friends and a lot of women that I know um, just kind of keep trying to keep up, you know, with uh, the, we see a lot of things out there um, and competition and that kind of thing. And the thing that's been really positive for me, and I don't know, maybe this will help somebody out there is that, you know, there, you do you, you know, you, you bring whatever that joy is, or, you know, you don't, you don't have to be anything you don't want to be on social media. And, you know, my goal is just for people to feel happy and joyful and a little bit of sunshine and I don't really want to be heavy um and so I know some people do want to be heavy on social media, so i I, I choose to to kind of find my own voice on there
1: great advice yeah and it and it you can tell that it's that it's you and, and I know that we've had conversations with many of our guests and, and Rosie and I have had conversations with you know amongst ourselves in terms of content and that Mm -hmm. you know quality versus quantity and putting stuff up out there just for the sake of putting it out as opposed to putting out things that are meaningful that are really representative of who and what you are so it is um it's it's an interesting and sometimes difficult sort of tightrope to walk but I think on all of your social media accounts I believe you you walk it incredibly well and incredibly real which impresses me. And and we try to do the same thing. Now, I had one last question for you. And that is, we're about halfway through uh, 2022. So anything in particular on tap, maybe coming down the road that you can talk about, anything in the works that your fans can look forward to? You
2: know, there's a song that I have, um, I am so excited about, it's called Red Mustang. And I, I, it's I'm just put the finishing touches on it. So I've just finished the vocals, and it's one of those songs that it's one of my favorite songs I've ever written. So that's exciting. Um, is just to be able to put out something that's very authentic to me. But also, um, I'm going back to Europe to do some touring, uh, and I haven't been there in a long time. So that's really exciting. So I think continuing to just tour internationally is fun and. It always helps me grow, and I feel like I, I carry everything with me into the new new project.
3: Well, congratulations, Sarah. You certainly have a lot going on, and you're a really, really hard worker, and it's paying off. And we've really enjoyed having you on the show, and we'll follow your career and we'll have to have you back when you have more things going on, you know, down the line. and uh, we, we we had a great time getting to know you.
2: I'm, I'm grateful for this and you guys are wonderful. And um, thanks so much for having me on the show. It's our
3: pleasure. And folks, we are going to end the show with a beautiful song
2: from Sarah Darling.
3: We'll see you next week.